0: Hello Rush Nation, welcome to another episode of Meet the Coach. Our host today is Coach Z and our guest is Charlie Roberts. In today's show, Charlie talks about his youth experience playing at Duquesne and how he got into coaching.
1: Welcome Charlie to our Meet the Coach series for our Rush families and and crew. And uh, we're happy to have you and uh, excited to share a little bit about your background with our Rush membership. and. Uh, wanted to take the time to go down memory lane a little bit, ask you some questions and uh, a bit of a giggle and uh, share some of your experiences with our, with our family. So first question is, when, when did you start playing soccer? How'd you get involved in soccer?
0: So I got involved probably around, I think, age of four or five. Um, actually, at the early age, I wanted to be a professional baseball player. Okay. So uh, I was really big into t-ball. Um, that that was my sport at that time and my neighbor I think started playing with the local Livonia youth soccer program and um talked to my mom said he should come along and started playing and kind of just fell in love with the game uh, mm-hmm. from there um, like I said baseball was big and then soccer just took over.
1: Did you uh did your older brother or sister play? Did they play soccer? Did you watch them growing up or no?
0: Their- my sister was a big-time dancer, so she did oh. that. Um, the only thing I remember, my brother tried all these different sports. Yeah. And the one thing I remember from my brother is uh, going to one of his, he played soccer, going to one of his soccer games, I think he was a goalie, and he punted the ball over his head into his own net and then walked <laughs> off the field and was done. So, that was his experience with soccer. From what I remember, I'm sure he'll tell me I'm wrong, but
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so he uh, he did a lot of uh, individual. He swam. He uh, did track and field. Uh, so I remember track and field. I didn't remember the swimming.
1: So that's cool. Um, well, how would you how would you describe your youth soccer experience? Take us on a little bit. Of, walk us down the trail a little bit in terms of <laughs> four or five years old through your. Uh, Youth experience up to high school.
0: Yeah, so uh, you know, my youth. I think soccer experience was great. Um, I played, like I said, uh, youth from five, and then I think I there was like a tryout at the Livonia Y. Um, I think we were at like eight or nine, and I think at that time it was the first time they've ever had tryouts for that young. Yeah. Uh, I know soccer was starting to pick up in this area uh, in Livonia. So I think my neighbor, again, was like, hey, we're going to go try out. My mom's like, all right, I guess. So I went and tried out, made the team. um, And, uh, you know, started, I think, like I said, from nine, played uh, select. And then my career just kind of took off. Uh, I was very fortunate to have some very passionate coaches. Uh, My first couple coaches were parents. Um, My neighbor was one of the coaches, uh, Mr. Wilford, who... Has two unbelievable sons that played in this area, uh, was the other coach. And, you know, I, I don't know how much they knew about soccer, but they were very passionate about it. And they instilled that passion for the game of soccer into me, uh, especially Mr. Wolford. He kept on pushing me, uh, never let me be satisfied with how I played, um, just kept on pushing me. And I, to this day, I appreciate all that he did for me. I didn't realize that he coached
1: you. I remember that he coached
0: when we were young,
1: but I didn't, I didn't realize, I didn't connect the dots that he coached you. So was that 77 Wolves at the
0: time? Yeah, yeah, it was the 77 Wolves. I think the first year uh, Mr. Varga coached and then um, there was some politics involved with, you know, the ugly part of soccer. Uh, So we kind of split up and uh, Mr. Wilford and Mr. Barnes um, started coaching us with 77 Wolves. I didn't realize that. That's pretty cool.
1: Uh, in addition to your youth soccer experience, um, what about other, your thoughts on other sports? What where did your experiences take you growing up in terms of other activities or sports?
0: Um, well, I think like you know, with um I played tons of sports, like I said, baseball. Uh basketball was a big uh sport for me. I um played um for a local church, St. Mike's. Uh, you and me played together there. Um, I don't think I was allowed to shoot. I think I was just a pass the ball and defend person. I, you know, every time I shot, I think I got benched. But uh, you're a good dribbler and a good defender. <laughs> good dribbling, good thing, um, passing. But I think you know the basketball was a big part of helped with my soccer, um, and I think soccer helped with basketball just because being athletic, kind of reading the game and all that. Um, going back to the youth, uh, my, um Select experience with the soccer. Uh one of the my best memories of it was going to Europe. We went to England. Okay. And played um at the Keel Classic, which was in New Castle right outside Manchester. And then we went up to Edinburgh. Um and for me that was probably my favorite memory of playing uh youth soccer. Um, wow. you know, with the Wolves. But that Wolves 77 we went to tons of tournaments, but that tournament was where I kind of saw what soccer could do for you.
1: Yeah.
0: How, how old were you, approximately, when you went the year? um I think it was 1990, so I would have been 13. Oh, wow. OK. Um, the so. funny thing from that tournament was uh, you go, we stayed at the, this uh, University of Kiel, or Kiel University. And we played a friendly the first day. And we had these Scottish, the Scottish national jerseys, because our uh, assistant coach was from Scotland so we had the Scottish national jerseys Kevin argue or not? Kevin Argy was the head coach Gordon Wells was the assistant that,
1: Gordon yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and uh, it was funny because we played the first I think we played a team that was two years older than us and they're from England and they're all just making fun of us they're like who are these Americans with these Scottish national jerseys yeah And I think they beat us like four nothing and we're kind of like oh shoot what are we what did we get ourselves into here um, <laughs> then we ended up playing our own age group and I think the first game same thing we start warming up. The other team, the other parents are all like who's these Americans, these Yankees what are they gonna how do they think they're playing soccer against us. Uh, And we ended up winning six to one the first game and from that moment everyone took us serious and we ended up making it to the finals and losing into a shootout against Manchester United's like youth, um, youth camp team. Okay. And uh, it was a PK shootout, and it was funny because there was a hole that we had to shoot in because that's where the dot was. But the Manchester, because their local team got to put the ball next to it. Oh, of course, uh, next to the
1: home. So, home field advantage happens yeah. all over
0: the world. They weren't going to let a uh, team from America beat, you know, win the yeah, win the, the cup.
1: Of course, not on not on their soil. Uh, who were some of your teammates? Real, help my bad memory. Was that a Wolves team that went overseas or was that ODP or a different group?
0: Uh, That was a Wolves team. I (laughs) think with that team, Graham Wilk was one of them, uh, Trevor Pruitt, uh, Neil Williams. Was that a good team? Yeah. Yeah, one thing I would say for my youth, I was very fortunate to play with some very good players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was lucky. that's, That's awesome.
1: I remember some of those games, but my memory is poor. Um, yeah, it's
0: kind of overlooking um, some uh, old stuff my mom had. Um, and we always played up. We played against the 76 Vardar, 76 Wolves, Wolverines. Um, I think we got smoked a lot by the Wolves 76 and Vardar 76, but. They were good. Yeah.
1: Both those teams are really, really
0: good. During
1: this quarantine, my my mother is also uh, going through a bunch of old photos, going stir crazy, and uh, she's been sending me photos of uh, youth pic- youth team pictures growing up and stuff. It's pretty funny. Um, so, memory lane. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. But- no, I think this this area had uh, you know your age group, my age group, you're younger, uh, a couple years older, some fantastic players. It was a pretty good era to grow up here and play.
1: Yeah, for those. That- Those that have read uh, Malcolm Gladwell Outliers, the 72s through 76s, maybe 78s, I mean that was kind of a special time and a special group of players coming through those age groups. And I just reference those ages because that's, those are the kids I played with and watched, you know, the 72s growing up and the 74s. So uh, yeah, we were fortunate to watch some really, really, really good players and be a part of some cool teams. I wouldn't trade that for the world. When you were young, um, did you have a favorite player, a favorite team, or or was it older kids in the area? Who did you sort of look up to in terms of patterning your own game? You were, you were a good midfield link player for sure. Who did you sort of look up to
0: growing up? Um, well, I mean, obviously, like we talked about, there's, you know, some f- fabulous players around here that I look up to. But professionally, um, I think, you know, Man United with uh, Beckham, um, Roy Keane, Scholes, Giggsy, those kind of were my favorite team watching them uh, grow up. But actually, my favorite player growing up um, was when I first was with uh, the Wolves, I was playing a left back. And I kind of think in this day and age, I would have been a great left back at that time because I was kind of like a left winger. Uh, every time we got the ball, I was just gone. Um, I would just, I was attacking left back. and. My outside left-mid hated me because I'd be like, you got to stay, I'm going. Um, so actually in the 1990 World Cup, I taped every single game and just watched every game over and over again and just watched the left backs play and how they played. I think that took my game to the next level is cuz I just watched everything they did, how, where they stood, where the ball was, when they got the ball, what were they doing? And uh, Andre Braham was my favorite player, uh, left back for uh, Germany at the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty special. Well, as we as you get older and we get you into high school, um, we have a lot of kids who will go through the high school experience and represent their community and some others who will choose for various reasons a different uh, pathway for their education or a different soccer experience during their high school years. Do you have any feedback on your your high school experiences where you played and what you thought of those those times and games?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, um, when we played, you know, obviously there was no, the only path was to play high school, right? Um, you couldn't play. You played soccer. You had to play in high school. Uh, but I think back, you know, during our time, it was some great players. And uh, I was fortunate enough to play, go to a um, Churchill High School, which had just phenomenal players, um, you know, national team players, Uh regional team players i think you know 9 10 or 11 went to division one um and i got lucky my freshman year i uh you know i think Churchill of the year before went to the state finals lost to probably the best player i've ever seen in person brian mazanoff and sound unbelievable player um so the next year my freshman year i was fortunate enough to make varsity uh and play with some extremely talented players that I learned a lot from. I learned how to train, how to, you know, uh, play at that next level. Um, And that was one of the greatest experience. And kind of playing at that, at a young age, a freshman with those great players, I kind of was just humble and just kind of sat back, listened to them, watched how they played, uh, kind of did whatever they said, told me to do.
1: Yeah, Um, hopefully so three of those guys got drafted in the MLS out of the same high school team. So it was, uh, we were pretty spoiled in that, in that time, for sure.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, we, they, you know, we, um, some of those, I mean, there's some great high schools, you know, Country Day had great team, Stevenson, who uh, was our number one rival. Um, I remember my freshman year playing against Stevenson and the stadium was packed. I think there was like five or 6,000 people for a high school game and it was just unreal.
1: Yeah, there weren't as many. There weren't as many other options for us to do other things in terms of uh, the amount of TV channels and screen time and things kids can do. There was a lot more, seemingly. At least it felt like a lot more community support for some of those games. It was sort of the thing to do was support each other in our different athletic events. And and the time that you were playing soccer was certainly uh, a bit of a draw in the in the Livonia area. Um, you know, what? when you were yeah, talking about it, players growing up, I didn't realize uh, Mr. Williford had coached yet. Did you, I mean, Derek, who coached well over 20 years, did did you ever watch Derek play? Were, were you older than Steve? Williford? Yeah, so
0: Steve and me, at, um, we played together. And then he was, I think, a year younger than me. Uh, I think he's a 78. So when the year split, um, he, he went down to the, or I think Vardar 70 at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah I remember watching, I remember going to um, high school games and watching Derek um, and Derek was, was good the fun. one thing I learned from Derek was have no fear. I mean that kid would, was not the biggest kid in the world but he would just go in for every tackle, win every header, win every ball and it's kind of you know what I took away from him. And he, he played like he was the biggest kid in the world,
1: that's for sure. Yeah. He was uh, ferocious, uh, really good player. Well, take us through uh, your college experience. Played college soccer out of Duquesne. What did what did you What would you like to share? Uh, what did you take from that experience?
0: Yeah, so um, kind of also, you know, getting recruited. Um, I think you know, I think it's a little bit different now too. Um, uh, you know, you kind of your senior year was your biggest year um, for college at that time to get recruited, and we my team went out to. Um, John Boots was actually coaching us at the time and we went out to uh Potomac or Virginia and played in a a, you know the college showcase over Thanksgiving and we ended up we're playing Beeling from Pennsylvania and um the uh, head coach from Duquesne was actually there at the game because obviously um being in Pennsylvania Duquesne's in Pennsylvania and I think Biedling went up to nothing on us. And uh, the second half, me and Fred Olsen, who's my roommate in, at Duquesne, kind of took over the game. I think I scored two goals. Freddie scored the game winner. Um, and we won three to two. And from that game, it was where Duquesne's coach recruit started recruiting for me. Um, so that was kind of neat. And I think from that game, there were seven of us that played in that game that went for the freshman year to Duquesne. So okay. we kind of would, uh, you know, Obviously, me and Freddie would give some ribbon to the b players that we would beat you three to two. Um, right. Got to remind them. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. The uh, goalie, who was an unbelievable goalie, played on the national team, uh, Fab, uh, he just told us, he's like, hey, look, I had a date. I had to get home. I wanted, I didn't want to play. I didn't want to go to the quarterfinals. So let those three goals in. So. He always says, like, hey, you can thank me for you getting to Duquesne because I had to go uh, get back home.
1: Yes. He said he had to make a decision on his priorities. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, um when did you but when, yeah, then when did you start when did you start coaching? Did you start coaching while you were in college
0: in the UK? Yeah, um, so just funny that, enough, um, and playing at Duquesne for four years was a blast. Um, I loved playing, you know, Division I soccer and playing against, you know, we played some great teams. Um, played uh, Andy Williams from the Jamaican national team out of Rhode Island. Um, just It was just phenomenal experience. But then after the four years, kind of got burnt out. Um, you know, we played our last game at Rhode Island. And after the last game, it was like, I'm done. Like, there wasn't really, the, the professional league just started, was just starting. Um, you know, there was a men's league and all that, but the competitiveness wasn't there anymore. And kind of just, you know, for 17, 20 years, been playing soccer my whole life and just got burnt. Um, so for about three or four months, I did not want to see a soccer ball, didn't want to watch anything on TV. And then um, after about four months, my former um, college coach, Wade, kind of just talked to me he's like hey do you want to come back and help out with the Duquesne program um, and then also there's a local team in Pittsburgh that is looking for some coaches and I'm like yeah you know probably about time I get back in the game and start giving back so it's kind of how I got back into it um, and real I think it took me that three months to kind of realize how much soccer meant to me and what um, what I was missing so sure
1: uh, there's something to be said for a little bit of a break to recharge the batteries as well. Um, do do you uh, do you have a certain favorite part of your coaching or a certain dynamic in the coaching experience that really draws you uh, in that sort of teacher spirit, or what what is sort of the main attraction for you in the coaching space?
0: Yeah, so when I first started coaching, you know, coaching in college, and then. Um, I started coaching. I think you 12 at the time. I think in Pittsburgh, you played with your local team, um, your local town until you're 12, and then you would join in the select team. Um, so I've always coached kind of, and I coached that team for six years till they're 18. So I always coached uh, older kids, and then when I moved back to Michigan, um, you know, started coaching in our junior academy, and then started with our younger ones, and. Uh, didn't really know how I'd feel about it when I first started because, you know, I like the more tactical part of the game. Um, that was kind of how I played. I always tried to outthink my um, opponent. Wasn't always the most fast, you know, wasn't the fastest player. Didn't have, I don't think, didn't have the best skill, but I could outthink. Um, so that was kind of a challenge when I started coaching the younger ones is, you know, trying to think back of when I first started learning how to play the game. Um, mm-hmm. And then from there you know the best part of coaching now is seeing these kids do the things that they couldn't do a week ago and now they can do it yeah Um, i think that's my favorite part of coaching now is seeing them you know do what they couldn't do and 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 figuring out how how to do it um like right now when we're you know all at home i've been giving out juggling challenges um different moves to work on and getting back from, you know, seeing these kids, how much better they're getting at juggling. And I'm telling me, like, one kid was like, hey, coach, I learned that if I keep it lower, I can get more juggles in a quicker part time. Or, you know, hey, if I use my left foot occasionally instead of just my right foot, I get higher numbers. So I think that's been, you know, a great part of coaching is these kids figuring it out and getting better.
1: Yeah, it's fun watching them grow up and watching them improve in the game, that's for sure. Um, We're spoiled that way. Um, well, and on a personal note, are there any, uh, like, hobbies or any other things you do outside of the game that uh, that uh, you'd like to share with
0: us in terms of any other interests? Uh, well, right now we've been, um, me and my wife, been kind of on a cooking um, kick. Uh, okay, cool. We got an air fryer that we haven't used yet, so we brought that out and uh, kind of been enjoying, you know, this kind of home time and cooking together and making some different meals and everything, so that's kind of been fun uh, while we've been at home. Um, other than that, we've been, you know, me and um, Cynthia like to travel, go, you know, go up north and all that stuff. So Good try deal. to keep busy. Good deal.
1: Uh, hopefully, uh, it'll be a chance to travel to Colorado for some soccer this summer as well, depending on. Depending on how this COVID nineteen uh, treats us, and
0: uh, yeah, I'm hoping because, uh, like, like I said, uh, for me, for my youth soccer traveling was a huge part of it, um, and just the friendships you have and seeing the country and other parts of uh, the world. It's it's a great thing. So hopefully, we can get back to that. Cool.
1: Well, thank you for
0: your time. Any
1: final thoughts from your end?
0: No, I appreciate you guys. Um, you know. You guys doing this interviewing uh, I think it's great I think it you know kind of a good thing that for the, our players kind of know where the coaches come from um you know kind of a little bit about their background and you know we're always we're here to help them cool well
1: we appreciate
0: you taking part in our
1: meet the coach series and uh wish you and Cynthia the best of health and some uh, some good cooking and uh enjoy yourselves and be safe okay thank you very much Thank, thank, thank
0: you, you. Sure. thank Bye. you thanks to coach Charlie for sharing his story with us have a great day I'm rushing till I die, I'm rushing till I die My
1: heart is true, my blood is blue, I'm I'm rushing till I die, I'm rushing till I die, I'm rushing till I die You know it's true, yes, we're the crew, I'm rushing till I die, hey!